0: this is the otaku in review podcast i'm scott spaziani from otaku in review
1: i'm shannon aka perfect Serenade,
2: and i'm michael Camacho of g-nitro.com this is episode 203 recorded on august 18th 2020
0: anime or k-pop group What's up, my furries?
2: I'm out.
1: <laughs> I'm eating spring rolls. <laughs>
0: but that's that is the best introduction ever. Are these homemade spring rolls? No, you didn't go out into the Rona to get them, right?
1: Uh, we, my, I made my husband go out in the Rona. There's a, a Thai place downstairs in our apart, like from our apartment, and uh, so we just ordered some spring rolls. And that's chicken it. Chicken satay and.
2: Oh, okay. I was like. <laughs> we just got spring rolls. That's all we want.
0: I mean, if the, if, if the spring rolls were in that proximity, I probably would be ordering all I mean, they're rolls. really
1: good. It's it's a Thai place. It's delicious. And when I'm feeling lazy and I don't want to cook anything, because my husband sure as hell doesn't cook. <laughs> Last time he did, he almost got the fire department called on us. Oh, so, no. uh, yeah, that's what we're up to.
2: Damn.
1: So I'm going to mute my mic whenever I start chomping. So Just chomping,
0: is... chomping on those spring rolls. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's some. Maybe there's some of our listeners who are super into, into ASMR. That, uh, yeah, that ASMR. What is
2: it?
0: What is it? Mike, help me here. Is it mukbang? Mok mukbang.
2: Yeah, I did that for Mok-bang. my Mok-bang. birthday. It was actually really awesome. I ordered a bunch of Korean food back then And just had it all set up And I was talking to people That was my dinner for my birthday I was like you know what It was $80 with tip of Korean food Damn But it was a 40 So I tipped twenty, like $20 Because they had to drive 30 minutes to my house From the Korean place So I was like Damn. fuck it So my neighbor was like If you gave me $20 I would have picked it up for you
0: <laughs> I gotta start dropping food off at your house, Mike
2: <clears throat> Well, it's just that day, I wanted, I really This one Korean place in Ellicott City, Maryland called Rampia is amazing And they finally jumped on DoorDash And I was like, ordered So I ordered bulgogi, spicy uh, Squid uh, Kimchi pancakes And Korean fried chicken Spicy Korean fried chicken So um, it was. I actually That's, got these Sounds
0: you know, like a delicious mukbang. Oh,
2: it was I awesome, word, I had it all set way. up in front of me Table and that was like the almost like the last thing I did for the stream. Kind of like just chatted with people because we raised so much money at that point. I was like just happy and wanted to chat.
1: I do miss me some Korean barbecue like at the table,
2: oh, cooking yeah. at the
1: table. Yeah, I miss that. that's
0: that's one of those things that seems uh, weird and alien in the time of COVID, right? Just just gathering up with your friends as close as possible. you of in South Korea where together. you've
2: uh, controlled it. <laughs>
0: That's true. There's probably lots of barbecuing going on in South Korea. Uh, Hell, there's lots of barbecue going on in the United States, but nobody seems to give a shit.
2: According to my Instagram, there's no pandemic, so... Yeah, well.
0: Hashtag no (laughs) pandemic.
2: I'm always like, here I am sitting at home drinking beer, and all my friends are posting that the breweries are at, and I'm like, okay, I guess it's just not not that big of a deal. Sure. (sighs) We were talking about that before we recorded, Shannon and I, because I was saying... Like I want to go to a brewery and have like one of the outdoor CDs. but I don't want somebody I know to show up because I'm gonna be like, "Stay away from me." <laughs> I don't want to be that person, so I just stay home. So I don't Six have to tell people bitch. I don't want to scream at them. Get away from me. I
0: <laughs> did 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 go to a brewery on on my birthday. I saw it was like a quick a quick stop, and there was nobody there. Nice. And
2: so how was it?
0: That was fine. It was just near the place where we were hiking. Since so you're now I had, 43, I had to. Oh boy, that is not my age. <laughs> I have not put a bullet in my skull, well, so that's 33, really man. not my age.
2: 33?
0: I'm 33, that's right. Well, happy birthday
2: old. since it's happened between the last recording, so. It did, it did. We're not that's singing for right, you,
0: 33 part, years Scott. old and still, 33 year old and still watching anime, and yes, that is an insult to both of you. <laughs>
2: uh do you see the k-pop collection that i just added like 10 cds to this past week
0: i wish everyone could see that k-pop collection because it's it is upsetting it's actively upsetting
2: it's uh, just two fucking shelves of k-pop and i got a third shelf of the stuff that doesn't fit dvd size
0: uh, but mike speaking of brewery you uh you gotta talk more about your growing uh growing glassware collection uh, yes
2: yeah, so i ended up As I've gotten more into, like, the beer Instagram and following people, not just the breweries near me, but other people in the area that drink beer, um, I started noticing some cool glassware, and I was like, where the hell are they getting this from? And it started when the Black is Beautiful campaign uh, offered a glassware, so I went to this site called 17% Drip, and... I picked up their "Black Is Beautiful," and then I noticed they had some anime-inspired ones that had characters that kind of look like Dragon Ball characters or uh, Naruto. And anime,
0: anime is like a Japanese cartoon. Yes.
2: Okay, just (laughs) just wanted to clarify for anyone uninitiated. It's Japanimation, buddy. God. (laughs) God, I remember when I used to say that to people. Legit, it's Japanimation. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad anime became the term. Oh, god. But uh. So I got all this glassware. I got one featuring Tupac, one featuring ODB1. Nice. Where it's uh, called Hops for Harambe. And it's Harambe doing the Jordan uh, dunk with a, a hop in hand. So I've kind of just been upgrading my glassware. Because I'm like, a lot of my glasses are just from local breweries. And while some make some cool ones, like the Final Fantasy VII uh, parody with Cactuars have masks on it for their fourth anniversary. Or the Skull Kid from Zelda, from the Saints Row. Most of them are just, uh, here's our label on here, and maybe there's a cool design to it. So I've been trying to upgrade that. I've got a Deadpool one coming soon, where he's doing like a keg stand. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That should ship this month. So I've been like really getting into this glassware, but it also works well, because since I started doing this beer and vinyl thing on Instagram, these posts are taking off. Like, the love of music and beer put together... And tagging in the pictures every uh, musician uh, and brewery, if I can find them, has really popped off in terms of, like, these posts gaining numbers none of my other posts probably ever did. Me showing what anime or books I bought never has these numbers. And, like, I'll see, like, weeks later, people are still throwing likes at them. And I'm like, holy shit. So... Super enjoying do and plus it's getting me through my vinyl and pairing it with a beer. So every like Friday and every Saturday I'm doing four or five beers and vinyls. So it's working well.
0: You like your collections though. You like weird you know, things that you can accumulate and display behind you while you're podcasting. And streaming. <laughs> and streaming.
2: <laughs> when I plan Whereas on me, I, back
0: I just like I just like my big pile of garbage behind me. <laughs> the bookcase broke. Alright, that's the story there. Sure it did. And I can't replace it because that's how the Rona gets you,
2: dude. Also, is that IKEA? It is. Don't go to IKEA. Have you seen those lines?
0: That's well, yeah. I went, tried to go to an IKEA on a Saturday once. I saw the line out the door and just turned right around to to replace that opening.
2: The line is ridiculous. I'm like, what is going on with you people? Why does everybody want to shop IKEA for
0: furniture
2: (laughs) for cheap? Well, for expensive cheap furniture. I literally only go there for, like, shelving, and that's it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the shelves are really good. They have cheap frames. I need to buy they... the
2: spice racks because the spice racks actually will hold from one end to the other the perfect, like, set of cassette tapes without having any <laughs> what space. The fuck? Yes. What the
0: Who am I talking to? Am I talking to the year 1992?
2: Yes, because uh, I have a huge collection of cassette tapes, if you didn't know. Uh, I'll hand so show you guys some here, which uh, a lot of future Shannon,
0: funk. fucking listening to this right now? Hold
2: on. On. <laughs> um, so a lot of future funk for those who are listening and into anime. Future funk is a genre everybody should check out because they do a lot of Japanese and anime uh, samples in there, and highly recommended. Uh, I've gotten Shannon into a couple. Um, I know she's found a couple she liked. Uh, what was yeah. the one? Uh, Moe uh, Moe Shop. Moe Shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I highly recommend the genre, but this isn't all future funk that I have. I have a lot of vaporwave, which is not for everybody. Um, for people who don't know, who've never heard of DJ Screw, old school hip-hop legend from the South that used to slow down rap music and remix the songs. Um, it was meant to be listened to while you drank pur- purple drink, <laughs> which he also overdosed on, and that's why he passed away. <laughs> Good God. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Vaporwave is kind of like the 80s version of that. They slow down the vocals and remix the tracks. I really enjoy it. It's kind of weird. I understand people who don't like it, but between Future Funk, uh, Vaporwave, I've just found new genres I've really enjoyed. And I've been back in the synthwave. The whole 80s vibe is amazing anyway. The 80s was the best time for music. Not sure that's Fight true. Fight
0: me. <laughs> Shannon, what have you been up to? <laughs>
1: Working. I have been busting my butt. Um, last week i worked over 50 hours.
2: Must be nice.
1: And, oh my god. <laughs> but I don't get overtime. I'm salary, so there's no such thing as overtime in my world.
2: Okay. Well, um, I don't even get 40 out. <laughs> I'm just
1: but uh, I honestly really haven't had much of a chance to really do anything. Um, for, and For some reason, I thought today we were going to be talking about villainous and so i binged the whole thing last night and come to find out we're not talking about it today but we're going to be talking about it next time so <laughs> now i have literally nothing to talk about because i binged <laughs> villainous all 12 episodes just last night so i could be prepared for today's episode and now i'm just sitting here looking at my satay chicken and and drinking my water and it's my okay. Christmas my German Christmas spiced wine. <laughs>
2: you were learning what? like the audience. Every even episode is the show where we will talk about a <laughs> show you're somebody you one of those picked.
0: students who, who read ahead and then because you read ahead, you studied the wrong subject for the test. Pretty much. Yeah. No, and no. Even though you're the best student, you know everything No, she well. studied
2: ahead and was like, isn't there a test today? And every student in the class is like, shut up, no, there's not. And then the teacher's like, oh, so I'll just do a pop quiz and everybody hates you for it.
1: Well, I binged it because, like I said, I was—I told Mike earlier, I was going to do, like, two or three episodes last night. But I really enjoyed it, so I just kept going and going and going. I've
2: watched That's the first right, episode. I'm not going to give anything away, but I enjoyed the first episode. Right. Super funny.
1: But we'll definitely have to get in. Well, we will get into that. Yeah. <laughs> Next time.
2: <laughs> she's going to be ready. You're loaded, she's You're gonna loaded have, and ready. She's going to have two weeks to fully, like. Break this I'll down. I'll have
1: my notes. I'll have, you know, just my full fucking TED Talk. This is why I like She's gonna be
2: like, welcome to my TED Talk.
1: Welcome to my TED Talk. <laughs> all
2: right. All right. So, so what is Highway to the three Zone, Scott? Oh,
0: boy. Well, I, <laughs> I talked about it a little bit last week, but that's all I've been doing the last two weeks is focusing on the highway. And um, this is
2: why. Hold on. And this is why I told Ooh. Shannon earlier, we can't have yeah. us pick a show every two weeks because Scott can't get through it in two weeks. We have to give him a month.
0: I'm going to get through it in two weeks. What do you mean? I'm further than villainous than no, you? No, no, no.
2: I'm not saying two weeks from now. I'm talking about from the, every other episode. That's why we did this because we know you can't focus within an episode time. No, you can't.
0: Well, I, I can focus. I have a lot of hobbies. I love juggling so We and all mostly do. It's, <laughs> mostly it's free enterprise these days, but. So I just want mean, to I just want to shout out Highway to the Three Zone because of course I've been uh, I've been playing played two matches so far in, in Highway to the Three Zone, which is the the Final Fantasy Four no. Randomizer Tournament I did not win. You <laughs> just kept uh, ignoring
2: me. I'm like, so no. I did not
0: win. I I did. I lost my first match by about 12 minutes. I lost my second match by 32 seconds.
2: <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> Well, this is why I've been (laughs) on your ass in the stream, Scott, to get faster at these things.
0: Yeah. A for effort. That stung. 32 seconds time stung. So I'm 0 2. Uh, guys, so I going to the, to the good group is, is in the next round is, is, is lost. So, but I have one more match coming up, but I've also, you know, I've done commentary for one of the races nice. and been doing the tracking, which is kind of like scorekeeping for the randomizer where you, you make the, you make the buttons light up based on what the key items that the player collects during the, the official races. But I mean, I just want to shout it out. Like if anyone is... You know, doesn't know what it is. You know, you can go to the Free Enterprise Twitch channel and the the team over over there, which is which is all volunteers. They're they're restreaming um, uh, like today on a on a Tuesday. They're restreaming four races, and each you know each restream requires four people to work the background, two commentators, the person who who restreams the broadcast, and then the person who does the scorekeeping. On top of the two people racing, so that's six people per race and four races a day. Uh, people are working their ass off and they're doing like a fantastic job to bring this uh, obscure nonsense to the
2: internet. So, I thought that was my um, job, to bring obscure yeah, nonsense know. to the internet or outdated dead technology to the
0: so, yeah, it's been, you know, super fun, and it's been super, super glad to be part of it. I've enjoyed watching um, the
2: streams. Like, I honestly, the first time I went in there, I was like, I don't see myself watching more than you play one of these. <laughs> and I keep showing up <laughs> to keep watching it. I'm like, I don't understand why I get so involved in this. <laughs> you should, well, It's I'll partially you to troll you, race. but at the same yeah, time, course. I actually enjoy watching, like, what's happening.
0: Once you put like once you put the two two players side by side playing the same seed and put commentary over it, it becomes super compelling. So it's definitely definitely worth watching. I'll let you, I'll let you guys know the next time I'm uh, I'm actually restreamed, which I hopefully will be Thursday, which is my final Great. race in the in round one.
2: I might be able to stop by because I'm not playing Smite with a station this week. So,
0: but yeah, so that's that's mostly what I've been doing. I also. Uh, I took a couple days off for my birthday, and I I binged an entire anime. No, not Villainous, but... What was it? (laughs) BNA, which I'm going to talk about.
2: Okay. Real quick, before we go to the anime section. Yep. I think since the last episode, I signed up for Sling, and I canceled Sling. (laughs) (laughs) So, as everybody knows, I canceled YouTube TV because it was jumping up to $65, and I watched all of two shows. And I was like, out. I'm like, done. In the time I subscribed, just this year alone, since December, they've jumped up $30. And I just can't. I don't care about your okay. shitty fucking Viacom channels like MTV and stuff. Nobody watches that anymore. I'm not paying you $15 more for them. So I was like, I'm out. I'm going to try Sling. Set it to record my AEW show every week. And go in every week. Three weeks in a row now. Two weeks before I cancel, but now three weeks. Does not record the DVR. I'm only stuck with video on de- on demand. And unskippable commercials. I'm not paying you thirty dollars oh, a month no. to not be able to skip commercials. I'm sorry. Like I How just said, I'm out.
0: Can you like is it? Can you do a DVR feature and then
2: just that's what I did. Through? No, I yeah, tried to DVR and it would not record it. I was like, if ten days in your DVR is not working, I'm not even putting a support ticket. I'm just done. That's like, a yeah, what bad start. <laughs> So I was like, I even put that on Twitter, and they didn't even bother responding. And they responded to so many other tweets of mine talking about them. I was like, yeah, they knew I was out. Like, literally, I'd check it, it'd be like zero of zero, uh, zero of ten hours used. And I'm like, what? So I went from new episode recordings to all episodes. It wouldn't even record all episodes. So I was like, I'm out. I was like, I'm good. Don't care about Ooh. your crap. And I'm just dumb with TV. It sucks because I'm going to miss AEW. But at some point, we got to force the freaking the channel rights holders to actually a la carte this shit. Just let me pay $10 a month for TNT and $10 a month or $20 a month for ESPN. I don't care. I'd do it. If you told me or I could just... get ESPN only for 20 bucks a month, all live programming, I would do it.
0: I mean, Hulu has existed for eight years now,
2: and it's fine. Just put the TV shows up there. But the Hulu TV is $55. That's the problem. Well, I, but and, I don't use the
0: Hulu no, TV. But I, don't I just use the Hulu normal.
2: All the live TV, the cheapest is sling at 30 bucks to get the good channels. There's one for like 20 but there's not a lot of good stuff on there. But my thing is, all this live TV is becoming the price of cable. I don't want that. I left cable because I was tired of paying for all this shit I don't watch.
0: Well, I think that's that's like... That's like the, the thing that, the, the, you know, they they, uh, they snuck it in, right? They they're yeah. pretending it was a new service, but it's just cable in a different form.
2: Basically, that's what YouTube TV has turned into. And it's really annoying that they're like, oh, we know people are unhappy, but we feel we still have the best uh, package. And I'm like, $65 is a lot of money, dude. So, but yeah, so.
0: $65 is a lot I'm done
2: money. with live TV until somebody comes out with a viable solution.
0: Well, I was done with live TV a long time ago. Yeah,
2: but I like my wrestling show, and I just—I'm really bummed I can't watch it every week.
0: I know. I know. Whenever I'm in a hotel, I do watch uh, like uh, food because AEW. The reason
2: why I like this wrestling show—not to get off on a long tangent—is just the fact that it's not Vince McMahon and WWE and the, him telling the writers what to do. They allow the superstars that are on the roster to choose how they want to present themselves and work out the storylines together. So. It's not, They basically are always trying to bump each other up to make each other look better on shows even when they lose. And I'm like, I like that. I like the fact that they're all working together and it's not just a writing team telling them what to do. It comes across way more genuine. So,
0: Yeah, I mean, anything's better than what the, the WWE has become. Yeah,
2: pretty much. But yeah, so.
0: All right, so we can talk about some cartoons. Yep. Cartoons. Shannon, you do have something to talk oh, about. I do have
1: something to talk about. Should I go first?
0: Yes. I think you should go first.
1: So it's not, well, it's not really, it's not an anime. Um, it's a webcomic. And it's something that I have been reading on Webtoon for a while now. And I think it's pretty much become my favorite webcomic slash Webtoon. Um, just period. Um, it it even beats out Lore Olympus. <clears throat> but it's one called Midnight Poppyland. And it's kind of like, if you want to give it like an anime genre, it's definitely like a shoujo romance, but it's a little more, <clears throat> it's it's a little more mature, just you know, with the language and like the scenarios, and um, it it can get a little violent. But Midnight Poppyland is basically about this girl who, her, her name's Poppy, who is like a singer. No, no, she's a small like a small town book editor, and something happens and she kind of ends up getting entangled with um, this this gangster, this mafia gangster named Tora. And, whew, Tora is mighty fine. He's a mighty fine man. And it kind of, um, the story is still, I feel like, it's still just beginning. There's only about 40 episodes. So, right now, Tora and Poppy's, they're not really in a relationship, but he's trying to get some information out of her that he thinks she might know about a certain incident and I'm not going to spoil it. um, But she really has no idea what's going on. Um, And he kind of starts kind of falling for her, but he's scared to kind of get close to her. It's just, you know, it's really sappy. It's really show Joey. And like I said, there's only about 40 episodes so far. So there's still obviously, actually, no, that's more than 40 episodes, I think. Maybe. No, about forty episodes. So there's still a lot to go on, um, with the story. Um, and the creator, Lily Dusk, her previous webcomic was Azure's... yours. I can't remember the name off, off the top of my head, but it did really well. And she's like a feature artist on webtoon. So if you like that kind of romance sappiness, but like if you like the whole like Mafia thing, you know, finding a big bad tough guy, making him soft. It's it's really cute. And I mean there's it's good. There's a reason why she's got uh, 1.4 million followers or subscribers on Webtoon. So, I know our audience probably really isn't into that kind of thing, but I like it. I think it's cute. So I wanted to talk about it.
2: Nice. Yeah, I'm, Yeah, nice. I don't look at enough stuff on Webtoon, um, probably cuz I don't know, the comic I enjoyed ended.
1: Which one was was bleh, which one was that?
2: A retired magical girl.
1: Oh, shut the fuck up.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, shut up. Just stopped up. out
2: of nowhere. I didn't yeah. even get to see Sati Kim show up.
1: Oh, God. That author's such a bitch.
2: I know. You're what a loser. Sati Kim in there as a bartender. Never What a up.
1: fucking loser. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I'll get back to it.
2: Yeah, when you're done with your boy's love.
1: My boy's Actually, love.
0: The, the autocomplete when I started to Google Webtoon was Poppyland, so it seems like that's... Uh, yeah,
1: it's definitely... the hip shit. It is the hip shit. Um, and Laura Olympus was on hiatus, I think, all month of July. Actually, she was on hiatus for quite a while. It feels like it was longer than a month. But Laura Olympus is, you know, the number one on there, on Webtoon. And um, it's recently returned back with the season two... And it really started off with a bang. Like, it's really, really, really good. And I honestly think you guys should give Laura Olympus a shot. It's, you know, it's different. It's not, you know, your typical anime style. It, yeah. But the style is really, really cool.
2: I feel like um, if I didn't have a backlog of books and light novels, <laughs> I would totally jump into something. But I just got yeah. another book in today.
0: The, the, uh, the art is actually very good.
2: And I got, yeah. like ten to uh, fifteen light novels uh, in yesterday.
0: Oh come on, man.
2: (laughs) I was telling Shannon before we recorded. Book Outlet was like, hey, get twenty dollars off if you spend seventy five, so I got seventy five (laughs) dollars of already on sale books. They were all for like five to six bucks. I was like, they're normally fifteen bucks, fourteen, fifteen dollars. So I basically paid ten dollars less than retail on almost nine to ten dollars less on every book. So there's no reason not to jump on that
0: what is this toaster dude well,
1: toaster but, uh, dude
2: but uh yeah I what are look you looking it? at scott? oh so while scott looks at that I'm looking at some webtoons okay so people can't watch you do that anyway so speaking of light novels um i can get distracted remember that
0: one episode where we just played cookie clicker the whole time
2: i'm gonna jump into uh the light novel i read so scott can talk about bna before i talk about the manga i read but the one light novel okay. i read uh, was volume 10 of an archdemon's dilemma how to love your elf bride um it is it is not an isekai for once um so a little backstory archdemon's dilemma is this. now
0: of course when you say for once it's not an isekai you mean uh, uh, something that was produced by japan is for once it's still not japan. an isekai <laughs> that's what i'm yeah. saying but that's so what i'm saying it's it's not an isekai so for once
2: the basis of the show is an archdemon who really has no emotion or and doesn't really care about much and doesn't know how to even show emotion, goes to an auction and s- from uh, the old archdemon that he killed, and it's on the auction block turns out to be this elf, and he falls in love at first sight and spends like a crap ton of his fortune on her. But he does not know how to be socially interactive, and neither does this elf who's worried that He's going to do bad things, but he's actually in love with her. And it started this whole thing to eventually, I think, it wasn't one of these things where we're in volume 10 and they still haven't confessed love. No, they got that over with like five or six. So they didn't drag it on too long. <laughs> but volume 10 is basically your Hot Springs episode in a very interesting way. One of the characters, because as with every anime style or light novel, characters just keep showing up. And one of the people now in his like entourage is like, I want a hot springs. I need a bigger bath. And he's like, oh, Nephi, who's basically elf bride, would love this. Yeah, I'll do it. He'll be willing to do anything. So he's like, let's build a bath, and I'll put you people in charge because you know what it should look like. So he puts them in charge. But the thing about this, unlike the anime shows where it's literally just them at a hot spring for 30 minutes... um. There's like key deaths in this show, in this this volume where I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming with how freaking lighthearted it was. Um, There's still very dark moments that happen in this uh, light novel, even though it's overall a very lighthearted manga, but there's still dark undertones to this because he's an archdemon and there's multiple archdemons trying to vie for power right now. Everybody's got a piece of a demon ring that will, if they come together, will resurrect the demon, basically. Um... So, it's really good. I highly recommend checking out Arch Demon's Dilemma. It's funny as hell. Um, Does really good with awkwardness. Especially, not just him and his relationship, but other people. How they all, like, grow. It's done a really good job. And he's basically created, like, a family around him of people. So, it's funny to watch him go from this dude who's like, has no emotion. Doesn't know how to express emotion. To have, like, a family around him. And he's become happier. And people are like, you've changed. (laughs) He's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) He tries to act like he has not but he totally has. But really good. Um, so that's that. I can't wait for volume 11. It's from J Novel Club, so it takes a while because they work on a lot of things at once. So probably a few months before the next volume comes out. I don't know how far along they, they are in Japan, though. I didn't look that up. I, d- I like to be surprised when a new volume comes out. Otherwise, I'm always, like, watching. <laughs> the, problem,
0: the problem with me, if I don't constantly watch, then I miss You're when the new cutting volumes out here come out. Am I?
1: Yeah, you keep moving away from your mic, Scott.
0: See? Which is what I criticized myself for earlier. Um, no, if I don't watch constantly when the new uh, when the new volume comes out, then I completely forget.
2: No, I mean, I'm, I pay attention because I look at J-Novel enough, but I don't, like, religiously watch. Because like, the thing with J-Novel is they'll translate chapters and then throw, pre-pub the volume and then they release the volume for download. Um, they're actually really interesting if you want to keep up like that with each chapter, but you have to read it via the website because their app is terrible. They, they just stopped supporting the app at some point and it's awful. So you have to do everything through the website. So what I do is I wait till they completely finish it, put out the volume, pay for the volume. Cause I pay for the uh, yearly subscription. As long as you're mm-hmm. paying, you get one download a month. Um, and you can buy more and they're like six, seven bucks, which is the price of any digital on Amazon. And you give it directly to them instead of Amazon's cut. So, I do that and just, like, I buy through there, download, I copy it, um, I rip it to another file, um, and then copy it to my... Actually, I don't think theirs needs to be, but I always move it to EPUB if there's isn't. I think theirs is EPUB, but it's a special version. All that DRM is dumb.
0: All that DRM is dumb. <laughs> just just release things DRM-free.
2: I agree. But I have a nice reader on my uh, tablet that uh, I think everybody should check out real quick. If you're looking for something to read it's called Read Era. Yeah, free. It's called Read Era. I'll let you guys see it. But um it's I paid for the premium because it works so well and I just put things onto the card and it picked everything up like that. And even yeah, Kindle that, that I transferred over to no D R M worked fine without issue. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah. I don't know if it's on Apple. I'm sure they have it on there. But on Android eh, it's really good maybe not I don't know I hate Apple's ecosystem let's go Epic Games
0: actually you know the Google Store kicked Epic, kicked Fortnite out too right
2: yeah I don't know why they're suing the Google Store though because you can literally sideload that game on an Android device
0: you could I, I was, was like who's gonna do that
2: they have other options so it's kind of dumb but go ahead talk about your furries
0: <laughs> I'm gonna talk about some furries do it and for once I'm not referring to, uh, to you two <laughs>
2: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: So, um, of course, the 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 name trigger immediately made me want to to watch this show. Just as the name trigger on anything makes me want to watch. Now, what does BNA uh, stand for? It. Yeah. So BNA stands for Brand New Animal.
2: What? That sounds like a band. it's so, it BNA sound a sounds like a, like a boy band from Korea called Brand New Animal. I hate to tell you.
1: It does sound like a boy <laughs> band name. Uh,
0: that it might. That might be on purpose. <laughs> That might be on purpose to give it a hip name like that. <laughs> so BNA. So BNA. Uh, of course, it's a it's an anime by Studio Trigger, produced. I guess it's not produced for Netflix, although like it was like co-produced by Netflix because Netflix Japan uh, did air it, but after it premiered on regular TV. So you know, produced helped by Netflix, which Netflix and Studio Trigger they they you know have a good relationship now, and as that's both good. And bad, good because you know give Trigger all the money, but uh, we are kind of it's kind of worrisome because there are lots of rumors that the um, uh, oh crap, what's the name of that show? Why blank now. Um, Little Witch Academia is a show that was exclusively produced for Netflix is going to disappear off of Netflix.
2: How is that even um, possible?
0: <laughs> I know. How is that even possible? Like that.
2: That's why. Like I'm like. I don't have a problem that people still download some of this bullshit sometimes. I'm like... Yeah. Y'all make it so difficult to get everything easily.
1: And that's... Yeah, that's really sad, because Little Witch Academia is really, really good.
0: Yeah, in fact, the the Little Witch the Little Witch Academia video game is now no longer available you cannot purchase it it came back though
2: no that came back
0: did it come back okay good yeah okay I wasn't aware of that but that's like one of the indications that people were like uh oh is Little Witch Academia just gonna vanish
2: no I remember it coming uh,
0: back yeah there's expirations and and it's it's weird all that licensing stuff is weird Netflix but Netflix has taken down other stuff that they owned you know um, that they paid to produce I feel like they're pulling that Disney vault
2: bullshit like it'll come back
0: (sighs) Yeah, and that doesn't make any sense because like just put it in the library and then you recommend it anyway. So you know, so Netflix giving Trigger all the money and Netflix giving Trigger all the money means I you know it feels like Trigger is kind of getting more and more bold with what they're doing. Um, of course, first with Premiere being what Prom, you know Premiere was. Did both of you see? Promare I have or not,
1: not seen that yet. But what else I is am, Trigger done?
0: Uh, kill a Kill.
1: Okay, I haven't seen that
2: one. What is Pro Mare?
1: <laughs> Pro was another. It was like an. It's a movie, and it actually came out in U.S. theaters.
2: Oh, I remember uh, my friend went to go see it, and she thought it was okay. It's very good. Okay. She thought it was okay, and she was like, eh, so like whatever.
0: Um, well, well, which academia uh, is Trigger?
1: Oh, okay. It just. Uh, for some reason, it didn't seem like it was. I don't know. I'd, it didn't seem like it fit that.
2: I saw the original called. Little Witch Academia. Or what was it called then? Which was also triggered. Little Academia? It was called something
0: else. No, Little Witch Academia. There's two movies, and then there there was a TV show.
2: I saw the original.
0: Um, yeah, so there's, there's there's a short, a 30 minute short. I, I own that because. A, they,
2: didn't they do that on uh, Kickstarter? Or something? They, it was a Kickstarter, yeah, yep.
0: That. Yep, it was a kick, 30 minute Kickstarter for, like, it was part of their, like, we're going to, to give uh, opportunities to young talent kind of directives, and then, then it got an hour-long movie, and then it got a full 25-episode TV series. Um, not everything Trigger does is great, either, because, you know, they did do Darling and the Franks, so that's not... Uh, I don't know
2: what
0: that is. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about they
2: it. They also did uh, Kill a Kill, so... No, I'm just Yeah, kidding. no, Kill a Kill. Great. <laughs> right.
0: So, BNA, um, it is set, uh, BNA is set in a world in which uh, humanity has always, um, existed with beast men, uh, and beast men are humans and they are human in appearance, but they also have the ability to transform into some kind of animal form. Uh, and then, you know, they have, they have the characteristics of, of animals and they have different like emotional traits than human beings, you know, so like they like you know like animals they're like they're like more they're more trusting, they're more loyal they get they get hurt easier, and these are all things that are, play into the bigger narrative um, so, but they you know they have those kind of more kind of I don't want to say simple but they, yeah the more kind of more simple traits and um but also you know they 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 have formed society like humans and they've lived alongside humans for as long as humans have had civilizations they've been a a parallel beastman civilization. And, of course, throughout all of human history, they have been segregated and, um, you know, uh, discriminated against. because. And humans have gotten the upper hand because human beings are a larger, have always been kind of a larger population and have had more power because of that, just by, by sheer numbers. But this uh, A takes place, of course, in modern day Japan. And in modern day Japan, uh, Japan has come up with a clever... Solution to the beastmen being discriminated against problem, which is uh, total segregation. Yay! And so they build they build a city, um, which is called uh, any uh, what's it called Anyma City, uh, and Anyma City that's where the beastmen live. And you know, beastmen they're not like. They're not herded into the city, but they are, you know, encouraged to move there. And only beastmen are allowed to live there. If you're human, you're not allowed to live there. So, so it's not like a, like a, we're going to throw you in the city and that's where you have to live. But it's an opportunity for maybe that the beastmen can live without uh, the prejudices of, of human beings. So this, the story starts, we, we're following a beast... Uh, what we think is a beastman who is who is trying to get to anima city for sanctuary but it turns out that she is in fact human she was born a human and somehow mysteriously became a beastman uh, and doesn't quite know how to deal with those new beastman feelings and the new beastman powers um, and is completely completely uh, you know upset by this you know it's like you know, her, her her humanity has been robbed from her perspective. Uh, so, you know, she went from going going from a normal a normal teenage high school girl to a uh, Tanuki girl, and this is not something that she wants. The, what makes it even worse is that unlike a normal Beastman, she doesn't know how to control this ability, so she can't willingly change back between a Beastman and a human. She doesn't just doesn't have that power, or doesn't know how to control it yet. So we follow her and then so she's she's our audience stand-in and she falls into Anima City and of course it's you know as soon as she gets there she's she's expecting the beastmen paradise right the the wonderful you know goal of, of Anima City was we're going to beastmen are going to live here there's going to be no discrimination there's going to be no strife but what she finds is pretty much the opposite you know as soon, in order to get to Anima City you know a uh, a beastman uh, basically Asks her how much money she has in order for passage, and then is carted over on a boat. As you know, as soon as she gets to the city, then uh, her wallet is stolen with with all of her identification and her passport and everything. Um, you know the first the first people that she runs into are associated with the mafia. Uh, you know she she gets a huge a huge dose of reality in what in what Animo City is like, and what we what we quickly learn is that unlike you know, unlike humans, beastmen are that you know kind of more emotional, and they, like animals, kind of have to exert dominance over each other. So, you know, she she just trying to go to the bank and 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 try to get paperwork or, or city hall, and suddenly two two people who look and appear human and, and civil transform into their rhinoceros and their. Uh, Think a grizzly bear self, and then have a big, big fight right in the middle of City Hall, and everyone just kind of like steps aside, waits for them to finish, and that's it. Because once once beastman's cha- uh, honor is challenged, it's it's fight to the death. So these are the these are the challenges that um, that Anima City has to face. So so there's a couple there's a couple of mysteries. Uh, going on in the show so you know we have our protagonist why did she become a beastman? she also has kind of magic powers you know she's she is a tanuki um, and so to go along with that they give her the power of transformation so she can she can you know warp her body she can you know make make her fist really big and give herself muscles and she kind of learns about these powers through The show and these are these are not normal beastmen powers these are somehow associated with you know the mystery of why she transformed into a beastman in the first place um you know we have we have the crime syndicates and the kind of the the sketchy stuff going on in anima city uh we have this legend the legend which is talked about of uh, the silver wolf who uh hides in the shadows of beastman history and helps beastmen who are who are under attack and and uh, helps them when they need them the most. And, of course, the second that, that we hear this legend, we're introduced to, uh, you know, our male protagonist, who is a wolf beastman, who is who kind of acts as like a, a private investigator who does work for the police and the mayor and is able to, you know, he's just a super... He's a super good uh, PI because he's a wolf and he can smell really great. Uh, and... Uh, in uh, in Anima City, uh evidence of uh of you know, smell evidence is admissible in court because of course it is, because they're animals.
2: A wolf among us.
0: So so he is <laughs> so he is uh he is like the ace private eye. But um so, you know, the wolf comes and he meets the young girl and then takes her to like a halfway house and kind of becomes her guardian as she learns the ways and, and navigates this kind of you know crazy crazy city but it becomes that the whole the whole narrative is turned on its head when um suddenly like this group of beastmen are requesting residence uh they claim to be a beastman religion and the leader of this religion claims to be that legendary silver fox and she she you know, shows up with all her followers and starts to get immediately has a following because a lot of these beastmen feel you know helpless and downtrodden, and now of course the city has this problem of a, of a cult just settling in its mist, and, and they need to figure out what's going on. So, lot of a lot of different stuff going on, and, and a lot of those mysteries are not hundred percent answered in season one. But what I mean, what is what is very obvious, of course, is we have you know, we have a young girl who as it goes through a rapid transformation, uh, and whose life is completely, uh, turned upside down. And the only, the only refuge she finds is in this city filled with strangers who have also, uh, are as, um, you know, oppressed as she feels as soon as she, she went overgoing this trans, uh, this transformation. Um, so, you know, uh, it is it is pretty a thinly veiled um you know thinly veiled uh allegory for for any kind of of self-revelation um and you know you can you can take it as as you were you know whether it's you know discovering you know uh, homosexuality trans you know transgender any any other kind of um realization about yourself and finding finding a group of people who you know he understands what you're going through and then and then you know um coming to live in a new community like that's really that's really what the show is about um i mean there's a lot of good there's a lot of good drama as, alongside it and some the great you know like the cult subplot alone if it didn't have anything else really good um and has a lot of great angles with with the main characters and 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 the the ultimate mystery of why why did a human become a beastman in the first place um Animation's excellent, like the transformation sequences is, are great. There's this one episode, one baseball episode, which is just basically ripped right out of kill the kill and it's crazy. Um and uh it really is it really is kind of an a show.
1: Now, are you sure you just didn't describe the plot to Zootopia too?
0: No, yeah. This is second so,
2: Zootopia. It's a joke. I, oh, I don't yeah. know, I've never there, seen Zootopia or no.
0: So when you watch this show, yeah, I mean, Zootopia is clearly like an analog for uh, racism, right? Um, a lot of those parallels, there's a lot of parallels to Zootopia because I just think that they're kind of playing with the same themes. Um, but of course, the trans, the fact that a human became an animal right. is a different, is a different take on this same feeling. And of course, uh, Zootopia is a world of animals and just happened to be a city within the world of animals so uh it's not exactly a Zootopia like but definitely definitely playing with the same (laughs) themes present in Zootopia I really love Zootopia so Zootopia is really good
1: yeah uh, and it sounds like something BNA sounds like something I would like as well um I've been meaning to check it out but I definitely will put it on my to-do list now
0: no it's 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 so good um it's so good and like and it's 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 also
2: just extremely will it make heartbreaking me go out for no well ugh,
1: i don't want that <laughs> no if you want so, that like, you need to watch b stars
2: what what is this b stars
1: didn't you say something about furry porn i was
2: but uh, no who said talk that? About that was scott
1: <laughs> oh i thought you said that so. oh, okay. i would
2: I'm, never talk about porn said, what, on this show. wait ever.
0: wait a second what? well that's certainly not true <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like one one of the like one of the episodes, you know. So the the, the main character befriends the daughter of um, the mafia boss, and so she she has like she's an uh, is a kind of an influencer online, but she masquerades as a human when she's doing her influencing, right? Instagram influencer? and yeah, and so she your Facebook Facebook influencer, it's it, you know whatever the analog is, but you know so she she goes over to the, like she gets invited to a party by a human who is also like a, an influencer and then she, so she wants to go. And when they get there, uh, she accidentally reveals that she's, she's a beast man and like, and the result of what happens is, uh, is both like stunning and, because it's not immediately negative, but also uh, by the end of, by the end of the interaction, it is clearly like, okay, you like, even though like your reaction wasn't like immediately super negative and like you want to Put her on a on a pike. Uh, you're not. You're still othering her, yeah. and you don't really understand what's happening. Yeah. So it's it's got those it's got those kind of subtle. No, it, it doesn't hit you over the yeah. It doesn't hit you over the head with like you know racism bad transgenderism. You know it should, should everyone should be inclusive, but it does do these very subtle kind of <laughs> beautiful ways of. I would love to check it out, leaning you to there. But well,
2: I might now that I'm getting rid of sling, so maybe I'll sign something <laughs> yeah, for get Netflix.
0: Get Netflix. Check it out. Uh, beautiful show. Great. I mean, the Japanese actors do a great job, and uh, a plus. I watched it in like nice. two days. So,
1: I've noticed that with a lot of the Netflix ex- well, the Netflix exclusive anime, they seem like they put a lot of money into the animation. Um,
0: yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> so you know, the, the the Japanese, the animation process is about. Gathering these anime, these committees together of different companies. So, you know, like you know, if when you're when you're making a robot show, you get Bandai, and they give you sponsorship money, and they sit on your committee. And that's the same thing. You know, once Netflix sits on your committee, they give you know they give you so much mm-hmm. money, and they say we get exclusive rights to distribute this in X number of countries, and so it is it is throwing more money onto the pile.
1: Well, there's one anime specifically um, that's exclusive to Netflix. I don't know if it's still up there. Uh, but it's super duper underrated. Not a lot of people watched it. It's called Sirius the Jaeger. The The mm. animation in it is just beautiful. There are a couple of fight scenes in it that are, are beautifully um, choreographed. And then there's this scene on a train. And it's just, it's freaking mind-blowing. And it's a really good story, but it just didn't get the hype. But the animation is, is just beautiful.
0: Yeah, well, what's, what is <laughs> difficult about Netflix is that Because Netflix is like, you know, it's dump and dump and walk away model, you know, you don't get the prolonged like wait and, you know, Twitter talks about it for, you know, once uh, a week and audio again, what
2: I think it's because you're talking into the wrong end of your mic there, (laughs) but that might help. that can't be there you go.
0: That can't be true. That can't be true. I bet it
2: does. (laughs) You're like talking into the the ass end of your mic. You're good now. You're good now.
0: I got to fix my setup. (laughs) <laughs> uh, none of this is getting cut out. That's by
2: the way. fine. Let's, it's more fun with um, the mistakes on the show. So.
1: <laughs> is there? No it bit? makes us human.
2: Exactly. Nobody's looking yeah, for that Netflix polished is,
0: bullshit. Netflix is, uh, you know, Netflix's style of dumping it all, it prevents people from talking about it once a week and mm-hmm. really, like, drawing it out and gaining hype. You know, like, there's a lot of shows that I probably – wouldn't have seen if like unless it was like you know week 10 and i still saw people talking about it and so
2: yeah but one thing for me also i've gotten to the point where like i'll watch the first episode then wait till it's all out like i just Mm. i've hit the point where i'm like i can't do week to week this shit comes up where i'm like nope i'm doing this instead whether it's hey my friend's off today and the new show's out but i'd rather play the one or two days of the week i can play smite or final fantasy 14 with them so.
0: Yeah, but I think that there there are definitely certain shows which the fandom grows based on yeah. the anticipation. You know, it's that it's that week long gap that where people draw fan art yeah. and do and you know, and, and obsess about stuff. Like I don't think I don't know if Monica would but, have been as long lasting oh, if it didn't have that couple week gap
2: I will between agree. Well no, so the, I watched for the
0: finale, you know.
2: I didn't watch that week week. I think I watched Binge the first three episodes and that's when which is perfect. Yeah. Like, those first three episodes exactly what you should do, is watch those three and then see if you want to take a break or not because holy shit. That was the yeah, episode but the, but where the, I was the, laying on the couch and was like, wait, what the fuck just happened?
0: <laughs> but, you know, that, that finale, the finale of Monica is going to affect... Um, it's going to affect somebody differently who picks up the DVD in 2020 and binges the whole yeah. show versus me who knew, like, that the finale was delayed because of the yeah, worst natural Japanese history. I feel like the shows that will hit you history,
2: harder so. um, if you're going to binge watch are stuff that will really get emotional and not be, like, more of a shock. I feel like if you binge watch – don't ever do this because we've talked about this on the show years past where I binge watched two seasons of *Clannad* in 48 hours and – Fucking I don't cried even know how my it's fucking ass off. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. It's fucking horrible. I literally went from like I will always say that first season was seventy five percent laughing, twenty five percent crying, and that second season is complete reversal where I was like, I am a fucking whiny bitch with fucking I stopped get using tissue box and just grabbed toilet paper, just to white the <laughs> constant crying. I'm like, oh, oh my god
0: It really it really just Hit you over the head with the crying. Oh my god. That and the other one is, uh, it's a
2: much shorter show, Angel Beats. There's two, three episodes in there where you're just like, fuck. Those three episodes where you're just like, it's like, I'm not gonna say the episodes, but it's like, bam, bam, bam. (laughs) Like, fuck. Like, those binge watching, I don't recommend because you're emotionally, it's rough. They're better, but I feel like the shock effect works better in uh, Weekly. Because you're not expecting. You're, you don't know what's going to happen next. After you get a uh, shock, like, I'm not saying, like, the emotional shock. I'm talking about, like, Monica. I guess at this point we can talk about spoilers for the show. I won't even say who, but when old girl gets her head fucking bit off, I was just like, What the fuck? Where's episode four? <laughs> like, what's, wait, what's going on? This just got dark. Like, it was already had some dark undertones, but this just got dark people are dying now like magical girls are fucking dying in this show. and it was just an utter shock and i think that works better in a week-to-week basis like you said binging is tough like binging a show that's sad you just you're just giving yourself a break in between crying periods <laughs> i say just go for it and get it all out but fuck crying let's talk about laughing
0: yeah please um, let's talk about
2: laughing so Kids from the '90s will remember uh, OAV series or OVA series. However only, you
0: wanna... only '90s kids, only '90s kids will remember this.
2: Well, they will because I, well, no, it came out on DVD, I think, uh, eventually. But there was a OVA or OAV series that came out in the U.S. Not series, just one tape right here. The VHS of Dragon Half. Shannon knows. Oh yeah. Um, an amazing OVA. Uh, it's 55 minutes long. It's basically about a half-dragon who wants to become human to date the idol who hates red dragons (laughs) and wants to kill them because his parents were killed by, uh, Kaiser dragons. So, well, I'm not talking about the anime here. The OVA got released in Omnibus... I mean, the manga got released in an Omnibus format in 2018. Three volumes. Huge volumes. One's, like, 400 pages. One is, like, 300 pages. And this last one's nearly 500. Um... So it's a gag manga off the bat. Not even like, it doesn't even follow like the four four coma or yawn panel format that uh, is popular now. (laughs) Um, And if you watch the anime, I highly recommend checking out this manga. So it follows Mink. She is a young half dragon, like I said, of the Kaiser Red Dragons. Her mother married the uh, knight that was sent to kill her. Uh, they fell in love, had a kid who was dragon half, basically a half dragon. Um, and Mink is in love with an idol named Dick Saucer. <laughs> Gotta love these names. That
0: is not a real, that is not a real <laughs> that person's name.
2: That is the name, name. of Dick, Dick Saucer, the idol. He sings, but he's also a dragon slayer, but she's a half dragon. So she learns about a potion that's supposed to turn her 100% human if she drinks it. So she's during this time, she runs into Dick Saucer and also runs into what's going to become her rival. Um, i got to remember the names. There's so many fucking characters. <laughs> Vina, um, who's a half-slime.
0: <laughs> this is why I didn't even attempt to remember the character names Oh, in, dude, it's crazy. They're so basic, too.
2: Because this, this originally was like out in like the late 80s, early 90s. Um, so... Vina is a half slime, who was also in love with Dick Saucer. Well,
0: what is it, I mean, is this sort of like a, the real name, or is this some weird yeah, English translation? Name. No, this name. is a real
2: name. Uh, okay. So, uh, it so happens that something happens with Mank. She falls, does an accidental kiss with Dick, and I'll just say Saucer. <laughs>
0: God damn.
2: <laughs> terrible it's Saucer. And Vina gets pissed, and now it's like the arch rival. Um, and not only is vena trying to kill Mink, vena's father, who wants to marry Mink's mother because his wife, the the slime, had passed away, is also trying to now kill Mink because he wanted to kill the father, but found out Mink is now the one kind of like doing all the work in the house. Like, literally, it, I don't remember how much of a slouch the father is in the anime, but the sli- the father is this perverted slouch who's a womanizer, even after his own daughter, at times, like, trying to see her naked. Um, And like I said, this is all gag. It doesn't ever really go that far. Um, It's very 80s anime. And, like, the mother is, like, attacking him every time, like, turning into a dragon and biting his head as he does this. Um, So, it's all these people keep coming out to kill Mink. Most of the time, she ends up fighting somebody that she doesn't even know why he's there, or... Something happens, and she doesn't even realize that she did something to this character. Um, but she goes on this quest to find this potion that'll make her human with her, um, companions Pia and Lufa. Lufa is an elf who is supposed to know magic, and she's really bad at it. Pia is just a very friendly, cheerful kid, much younger than them, who has very overprotective parents and is always in, like, armor, um... And they go out on this quest to find this, and through this quest, they realize they have to come across three different artifacts, and they have to defeat the uh, major boss who's like a devil, basically almost, as a t- some crazy fucking name. Oh, everybody else's name is basic, except for this dude, where it's like why? Like literally, his sons are like his sons are like Doug and Mig, and <laughs> it's like thanks, thanks for making his name ridiculous. And everybody else, um, but. Honestly, like if you watch the anime, it kind of covers up to the uh, tournament. This goes way past that. Um, it's it's just this gag manga that hits really well in the first volume.
0: I like I like how you just said that it covers up to the tournament because of um, course it has a tournament arc.
2: So the tournament is like it's a
0: nineties manga.
2: I'm trying. I'm on volume three. I, I don't even bring volume one with me. I think the tournament covers through volume one of the omnibus, or maybe like the first two parts. It's super long. Like, I couldn't believe how long that went on for. But um, I'm not going to get too deep because there's so much crazy shit that goes on. It's just constant gags. Like, it's literally throwing gag after gag after gag every panel. Sometimes I was just like, Jesus fucking Christ, I need to put this down. Um, It definitely was one of these mangas that was better served as one of the weekly or monthly mangas that came out in Japan. Reading it in Omnibus format is rough. The first manga I felt was really easy. The first volume of the Omnibus was really easy to get to. When I hit volume two, I was like, all right, I'm putting it down after this chapter. I'll come back in like a couple days. Like it just started hitting that point where it's just repetition, repetitions. Um, The one thing that kills me is Mink wears armor on her breast, wrists, and her ankles to her feet. I'm like, what's the fucking point? (laughs) It's fucking stupid, <laughs> but everything is like kind of like it's just bad luck after bad luck for her. There's one character that's hilarious, running gag through the whole manga named Damaramo, who from the get go keeps failing and eventually becomes just a head and he keeps attaching himself to various like mech style <laughs> um, equipment and trying to keep coming after, her, but always fails for some reason. Um, it's funny. It's a super funny. But I all oh, I will say. Read Dragon Half every omnibus. Don't barrel through. The first one's easy. After that, it becomes a slog, and I just had to stop. I was like, okay, I need to slow down. Um, I actually didn't know if I'd finish by this show because I was starting to get to that point where I was like, man, I don't really want to keep reading right now.
1: I remember the anime being extremely gag heavy. This is like that. That was that was it. That was it was just a bunch yeah, of but this is way worse.
2: I don't want to uh. say worse, way heavier with the gags it's constant like um there's a lot of perverted humor in this um i wouldn't say i'd say the youngest age of the perverted humor is deals with mink and Lufa being around i guess they're probably around what 16 17 so you're not gonna see like pia who's younger there's no perversion around her so they don't really delve into anything worse than the normal japanese hey let's make fun of this at at sexual situations with people who are like high school age. I don't know makes actual age, but it's always given off that the fact that she's like in love with an idol is probably around the teenage years. Um, but it's honestly funny. I, I think it's something, if you pace yourself, this is a great read. It kind of was like, volume one is still the best. Volume two and three, I think on Goodreads, I ended up giving it four stars because I had to. Um, I think it was volume two where i was like maybe three and a half and then volume four was like 3.75 or volume three was what like 3.75 it's they're really well done anybody who loved the anime definitely should check it out <clears throat> i don't see fans or i don't see people who didn't watch the anime really jumping into this and understanding it especially if you're not from that generation of anime and manga fan it's going to be a tough read for a lot of newer people the one cool thing about the book though is they do some color early on, and the artist also showcases a lot of art from various things he did, whether it was for like the video game or the anime or like this special magazine. Um, every volume features stuff like that, and I really enjoyed that. Um, seeing how the artist grew too. It's funny though. Like throughout this manga, sometimes we're like, wow, the artist really got their art down. And then it was like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> But there's a lot of chibi in this, too. Like, there's a lot of chibi art that comes through a lot of the gags. It was the same as the anime. Dragon Half, Omnibus, I recommend it for older fans or younger. If you're a younger fan that likes the older stuff, check it out. If you're not a big fan of the older stuff, I can't recommend it. You're probably just going to be like, "What's? I don't get it. I don't understand the humor in this. I don't understand. Because back then, even for Japan, this is probably going to be a tough sell for a younger generation but it's worth the content i mean at retail it's 21 dollars, and this is almost 500 pages but i think i paid like 12 bucks for it um that's just volume three volume one's about the same size and like i said volume two is a little smaller but definitely worth checking out really enjoyed the dragon half manga even though i had some reservations here and there powering through it in only like a week and a half i wish i had done like a omnibus a week or had started way earlier to do like a week on and a week off
1: yeah omnibuses are are hard to get through sometimes yeah
2: it's the same it, i would say this was harder than love hina because of how much the gag the gag manga is heavier here than love hina even though love hina is like constant like let's just punch the shit out of keitaro until he flies away but this is way worse
0: and um if you don't, you know, it looks like fourteen dollars for the Comicsology version, yeah, which is a pretty good deal. Yeah, for
2: just one volume each. And yeah. honestly, yep. uh, Seven Seas probably will have it on sale at some point for like ten bucks.
0: Yeah, it's almost five hundred pages of manga for, for fourteen dollars. Yeah,
2: like it's why I've been buying the omnibuses of uh, Urusei Yatsura because I think I paid ten to twelve dollars for like a bunch of volumes that normally would cost that paperback for each volume
0: yep no, It's just a much smarter play
2: honestly i've been doing a lot of uh comiXology even though i've been trying to back away from buying stuff from amazon owned stuff comiXology is the best thing out there for it so
0: i love comiXology it's, it's really good it's unfortunate that it's owned by amazon now just because i want different companies to own things but it's still a great it's
2: service. still the best comic service out there so
0: yeah. Especially with the deals it, yeah.
2: they put up all the time. I mean, what was it Kodansha had like $1 for first volumes and I bought a bunch of first volumes i so I'm like, well, if I didn't like it, it was only a dollar. <laughs> yep.
0: Plus they always put free stuff up at the station the library forever and yeah. it's it's just a it's good. Um so we're over, we're definitely overstayed our welcome, but uh Mike, I do just want you to talk about fall guys cuz uh kind of was going to buy that fall guys
2: is the new hotness um it's a (laughs) battle royale game but it's set in like mxc most extreme elimination challenge oh my god it is amazing if you have ps4 and playstation plus it's free right now this month buy it it's yours to keep
0: Oh, it's free. Yeah, on
2: PlayStation Plus. You it doesn't show up on the PlayStation Plus page, but if you go to Fall Guys, I know you have a PS4 Shannon or Adam does. We
1: do, yeah. Well it's mine too.
2: Yeah. But I'm saying I'm sure he takes it over. I was just saying Adam mm-hmm. does because he probably plays it <laughs> all the time. Um but it's free. Did
0: did Sony fund it?
2: Uh probably didn't it there on, free. I bought it on Steam as well because I play more on PC with people. Um, yeah. but it's still 20 bucks. I mean, but it is
0: this ridiculous
2: bad. game. You just get it for free on PlayStation right now. Um, you can't go wrong. It is just dumb fun. Like it starts off with up to 60 people and you're running across. You either have to like do platforms that are seesawing and try to get across before somebody screws you and drops you, or you're running through like most of extreme elimination challenge had that that door run where you're running through trying to find the door that'll let you through. And there's like six of them or eight of them and you're running through. There's other ones where you have to maintain balance or steal the tail from somebody. It's just ridiculous fun. I haven't won anything. And I still, it's a game. I don't rage at because it's so stupid. I I just laughed the whole time. and I scream like, ah, he's coming for me. Like I, I highly recommend it. It's, it's a lot. It's a blast. Um, if you Really want hey. to get a feel for it, everybody's streaming it on Twitch, so you can find somebody who's playing it. Um
0: All right, well, I just bought it for a Playstation. It's free. Um so I mean definitely definitely would like it for PC, but I mean if I if I like it enough and I know enough people who are playing it on PC, it'll be worth the twenty bucks.
2: Alright. Yeah.
0: But but it's free on PlayStation, so I'll be able to give it give it a good try. Yeah,
2: it's really it's really good. I'm excited. I highly recommend it. Um I'm excited. And other than that, I got into Final Fantasy fourteen again, mm-hmm. F my life.
0: Oh, come on, Mike. What year is it?
2: It doesn't matter. I just, I needed an MMO <sighs> in my life, and it's working.
0: I mean, my, my, Brittany is playing WoW again. Yeah, but you're why would Final I go? Final Fantasy fourteen? Like, here's
2: the thing, though. Final Fantasy fourteen at least looks good in 2020. WoW looks like That's shit true. in 2020. <laughs> and I gotta say, out of, if you're gonna talk to me about better story content and content overall.
0: Yeah, I think Final Fantasy pretty much, that. Conclusively, has the better. They've story taken content. over,
2: in my opinion, as the better MMO out there, the premier MMO. Anybody I talk to, but I, it's like go to Final Fantasy. There's no reason to play WoW anymore.
0: But I think Brit she only jumped to WoW because she's finished. You finished all of Final Fantasy 14. Did you finish all of Final Fantasy 14?
2: Okay, so, yeah, so I got back into it because if you started a new account, you could play up to level 60 for free. But one of the problems with this because you got Final Fantasy 14 and Heaven's Sword and up to level 60, but you can't add friends unless the person is a pay-for-play, and they add you. You can't start parties, mm-hmm. so I was like, screw it, I'm just going to bring my old account over to the server we're at, and just repay. <laughs> I was like, I can't do this. I, I like there's two, And I felt like the experience was less, so they're definitely hindering you a little playing free, um, but I've been enjoying it again, just playing with friends. are just It's something to do. And I'm like, I was literally watching like a villainous episode one while I was playing Final Fantasy 14 because there's a Crunchyroll app for Windows through the Microsoft store. And I just had it up in a corner and I'm just like not fully paying attention to Final Fantasy and getting things killed just to move back and turn in a quest. (laughs) And it works. I needed something like that. Yeah,
0: it does. It does work for that.
2: So that's it.
0: I, I need something. I need something I can do. Jump in and jump out. Final Fantasy... Final Fantasy 4 requires, you know, two hours of commitment. Yeah, I I watch it, I'm like, holy
2: crap. (laughs) That's why, like, we're talking about doing, like, to bring Smite into another episode. We're talking about doing Conquest, but those can be up to 40 40 to 50 minute matches. And I'm just like, that's a time sink. Most of the matches I play now are casual, and it's like 20 minutes and done. I don't know.
0: how, how How long is a Fall Guy
2: match? Oh, God, 15 minutes. And if you okay, if you bow out good. in the first round, you just go right back in. Like, you don't have to wait till the it, somebody wins. Once you're eliminated, you can back out and start over. It's See, super it's the, fast. That's the
0: slot that's it's the slot that's platoon filled for me because the fall guys is is five minutes. And you're done. It's
2: literally oh, I failed. Back out and go back in. It's like Fortnite. When you die, you just drop out and go back into another match. Yeah, it's it's battle right. royale mixed with most extreme elimination challenge. It's ridiculous.
0: Well, that's a podcast, I think. That
1: is a podcast. Yay!
0: Uh, Shannon, where can people find you on the internet?
1: You who? People can find me. Me. You see, Mike. my Mike, Mike starts talking, and he interrupts. You gotta stop <laughs> doing that.
2: No, he just said no. where you, you can find you, and I'm like, who's you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Perfect Serenade. I do a right. I do a weekly webcomic called Luce for Zeiss. You can find that on Webtoon now and we, Tapas. Oh my god!
0: And TikTok aren't you, are you still TikTok? No, famous? I died. No,
1: TikTok is done. will you go
2: back to TikTok if Microsoft buys them?
1: Nope.
0: <laughs> so what you you delete you you became TikTok famous, then you deleted TikTok, then you re-signed up for TikTok, and, and then, then you I delete deleted TikTok. TikTok, TikTok again? <laughs> okay.
1: I don't know what I'm doing <laughs> with my of, life.
0: It's a serial. You're a but serial. But now you have TikTok, Instagram
2: right? Reels, which are awful i was like this is just Instagram. a half tiktok it's not Reals? even done well is that a different
0: app no it's, it's on a Instagram. separate app
2: you, it's poorly implemented it's supposed to be like the tiktok in Instagram uh, ripoff but yeah, it doesn't work know. as good as stories
0: oh good luck with that stories was a better version of snapchat jor- stories yeah, they actually That's did that better
2: want, but the yeah exactly <laughs> yeah tiktok This tiktok really sucks <laughs>
0: Mike, where can people find you on the internet? Everywhere
2: is G-Nitro. No dash, uh, except for my website, g-nitro.com. If you want to check out the latest in music specifically right now, it's mostly K-pop. I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to implement non-K-pop music. I haven't figured out how I want to do it without seeming like I'm just throwing content up there. Just throw content
0: and, of course, you can find me at otakuinreview.com. You can also find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash anywhere where you can hear all of my good musings about how the world is crumbling uh, right before our very eyes. And, of course, you can watch me stream mostly Final Fantasy IV at twitch.com slash gundampilotspaz.
2: Peace.